Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Well, I'm very excited to bring on our next guest here. This is his second appearance on the Western Centric Podcast. He took the WHL by storm this past season, registering 104 points in 59 games. And recently, he was named not only the WHL Player of the Year, but the CHL Player of the Year. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show, Camels Blazers captain and Dallas Stars prospect, Logan Stankoven. How's it going, man? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, dude, the pleasure is all ours. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, about your season. Uh, first, are you back in Kamloops? Are you still out at the in St. John at the awards? Um, no, I just got back uh, yesterday afternoon from St. John. Uh, I'm back in Kamloops now. So, yeah, quite uh, quite the trip. It was quick, but, uh, you know, uh, lots of flights and with time change and everything, uh, I was pretty tired yesterday. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so you put up 100-plus points this year, as I mentioned there, and uh, as you obviously know, you did that. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, you know, playing with Luke Toporowski and you guys finding that chemistry in the last half of the season and uh, what you guys were able to do out on the ice together. Yeah, um, Topper is, uh, you know, one of my good buddies and uh, he's actually hanging around Cantaloupes this summer as well, just kind of training with me and and uh, doing some on ice sessions as well. Right now he's back in Spokane, but uh, he'll be back in Cantaloupes soon. So, um, yeah, the season was just fun. Uh, you know, as soon as we acquired him at the deadline there, um, you know, I felt, uh, I felt, uh, something good was going to happen. And, uh, you know, luckily enough, I, we, we were able to play together. And, uh, I think right from that first game after we acquired him, I, uh, we played Prince George and, uh, we just seemed to click right away. Um, I believe, uh, our line scored on like our first or second shift against Prince George. And I think we beat them five, one or something, but, uh, yeah, it was just pretty cool to, to play with them all season long and, and to see that, uh, you know, what type of player he was and, 
Um, I'd play, I'd played against him a bit in the past, but, uh, you know, I didn't really know exactly what kind of a player he was. And obviously he was unreal being able to put the puck in the net and, and, uh, creating plays. So, uh, great, great player, great person too. Yeah. You guys became like one of the best duos out there in the league. It was remarkable to watch you guys out on the ice together. And then obviously he goes out here and inks that deal with Providence. Uh, what, what did you have to say to him about, about that? Uh, obviously just super happy for him. Um, you know, I think he, uh, he definitely deserves it. And, uh, um, you know, he's a, like I said before, he's a special player and, um, you know, the season that he just had, uh, I think shows, you know, how good of a player he really is when, you know, when he's put with, uh, you know, other players that, uh, you know, I guess know how to play the game. And, um, you know, I think, uh, him being able to sign Providence is huge. I think it was a two-year deal. So, uh, great for him, and uh, I can't wait to see what he does in the future. Yeah, and you guys had a great, oh, obviously, you guys had a great season, great run in the playoffs. Um, how did the locker room keep your head, keep your head straight throughout the great season? I mean, you know, not get too high, not get too low um, throughout the season there. Um, yeah, I think there was lots of ups and downs. Uh, obviously, uh, there's more going to the playoffs just because, you know, uh, the intensity rises, you know, uh, more desperation like hockey. So um, during the season, it wasn't too bad. Uh, obviously, you can't expect to win every game. So uh, I think it's just more about uh, uh, almost kind of reflecting on, you know, what uh, what went wrong and, uh, you know, whether it be watching video or working on stuff in practice. And then obviously, you uh, once that game is over with and, and you've watched the video and everything, that's all you can do. There's nothing you can do to change it. So don't really dwell on the past, just more focus on the future and what you can work on next game. Yeah. And you guys were back to back to back BC, BC division champions too. So uh, great regular season. And I mean, going into the playoffs, you guys swept Spokane uh, to start and uh, hard fought six game series against the Vancouver giants. And then the conference final, uh, upset to Seattle. So, um, you know, take us through that journey to the com- to uh, the conference final. I mean, um, had a pretty good, had pretty good playoffs overall. Yeah, uh, I mean, the first first series against Spokane there, uh, I felt like went by pretty quick. Obviously, being able to beat them in four games, but uh, I give them lots of credit. Uh, obviously, the first game of that series was kind of a blowout, but uh, every single every single game from there on in was was tight checking and uh you know uh even with their with their starting goalie going going down with an injury and then they had to bring their their rookie guy in and uh, I think he was a 16 year old he'd only played a handful of games so uh what he did in the playoffs and he came in and he did a really good job for them keeping them in in the in the games and um they fought hard but uh you know I think it was just uh our, our skill and our intensity kind of took over that series and uh yeah we came out of there with four wins and then uh, yeah, Vancouver was surprising because I didn't expect them to get, get past Everett. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think uh, I don't think we took them for granted, granted at all. Obviously, their top line was, was scoring lots for them and clicking and they got a good goaltender in, in Vikeman there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I thought we started off the series good with two wins and then uh, they obviously won the third game. We won the fourth one and then uh, fifth one they took at home, which was surprising. Uh, we were at home and they came and beat us. So um, mm-hmm. that was frustrating for sure. Definitely one of the, our low points of the playoffs, but then going back into their building for game six, we knew that, you know, if, if this goes to game seven, anything, anything can happen. So we wanted to 
you know, put our, put our foot on the gas pedal or make sure that they, they couldn't get back in the series. So uh, yeah, finished them in six. And obviously Seattle was back and forth thing. It was just two, two good teams going at it. And uh, Seattle was a, a little bit stronger and bigger in the end and, uh, you know, took us in seven, but uh, overall it was a fun playoffs. And uh, it's the first playoffs that I've uh, been able to kind of fully play in. I played in the uh, uh, playoffs as a 15 year old too. So mm-hmm. uh, that was a little bit of a taste of it, but uh, we only played six games, lost to Victoria, but uh you know, I didn't really see the ice too much as a 15 year old, obviously being called up, but uh, yeah, 16 and 17, there are no playoffs. So being an 18 year old this year was uh, quite the experience. Well, and you, you dominated the playoffs. I mean, you, despite you guys getting knocked out, you still led the league in playoff points there, which was remarkable. Um, would you say that Seattle took you guys by surprise a little bit as well? Uh, not really. Um, I think uh I don't think everybody knew just how good they were. Uh, I think for a lot of the season, they had some of their top guys out like uh, Svekoski was hurt and uh, Bauer was hurt for long amounts of time. And Rubinsky was kind of in and out of the lineup. And, you know, you take those three players out of their lineup and uh, you know, sometimes it makes a big difference. And mm-hmm. those are mm-hmm. old, bigger guys that uh, are experienced in, in the league. So um you know, without them playing, it hurt them a bit. And obviously they still have a really good young team, good young core, but uh, those guys are leaders on their team. So once they were back in the lineup, you know, we all knew, you know, just how good they were going to be. So I wasn't surprised by it at all, but uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, maybe going into next season, our team could pick up a bit more size and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some bigger players just to kind of fight back with, you know, the bigger guys like Bauer and Gottfried and, and uh, Rempe, I guess, but. Yep. Yeah. Um, you kind of answered the next question I had for you there. I was just going to say, what is one thing that you guys, or maybe, um, maybe you personally learned throughout the playoffs that you guys can take into next, into next season and even into the future? Uh, yeah, I'd probably just say like, uh, I mean, lineup wise, uh, I mean, I think we have all the skill in the world and we got some good young guys coming up, but, uh, if we can get some more grit and, and some bigger guys on our back end and maybe a few guys up front as well that uh, can kind of contribute to the physicality part of things. That'd be huge just because, you know, uh, having a few guys on your team that are pretty intimidating. Uh, I know for a player like myself, it's, I don't, I think for anybody, if, if you're intimidated, it's not fun to play against. So, um, you know, those bigger guys like Bauer, it was, it was hard to play against him just because he was physical and hard on me and, and he did a good job and in the end it worked out. So, uh, worked out for them so um yeah it's probably one thing that I learned this playoffs yeah for sure and I think like you even look at um the Stanley Cup teams with Colorado and Tampa and they they were loaded with size and grit and you know guys like Nick Paul and yeah it goes a long way for sure even in in the junior um leagues there for sure so you got to take home the WHL player of the year the WHL most sportsman-like player and the CHL player of the year. Um, was there any indication that you were going to be getting the CHL player of the year, or did that just come as a complete surprise to be uh, called upon that and, and to win that? Yeah, I, I honestly had no clue that uh, I was even going to have a chance at that just because, you know, there was a couple of really good players out in the queue there. And then obviously why mm-hmm. John, the OHL there had uh, one heck of a season. So once I got the phone call, uh, I think it was about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, it was short notice. Um, yeah, I was pretty excited. Um, you know, it's a huge honor, you know, being able to win that award guys like Crosby, McDavid, DeBrincat, you know, you go way back, Lindros, Lemieux. So it's, uh, 
it's pretty cool just to, you know, have my name on that plaque with, with those guys. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, when future players win it, they can look back and, and, uh, you know, hopefully say that uh, I've had a decent NHL career too, but, uh, I guess, uh, you know, there's lots of work to be put in first. So. Yeah. Well, Hey, congratulations again, man. Um, so Dylan Grand takes home WHL goalie and CHL goalie of the year. Uh, what, what are your thoughts about, about that? And, uh, I know you probably can't say too much, but are you hoping he comes back next season or what's the scoop with that? Yeah. I mean, as much as he's probably not going to come back, I mean, I'd love for him to come back and our, yeah. but not just me. Um, you know, he's a rock back there for us and uh, well-deserving of, uh, you know, CHL goalie of the year. And uh, um, yeah, he just makes some remarkable saves and, and keeps us in the game lots of times. And um, it's what he does off the ice too. He's a good leader and, uh, you know, leads by example, uh, you know, he's pretty strict with his eating habits and, and what he needs to do to, to get prepared for before games. So uh, somebody that uh, all of us guys kind of look up to and uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be pretty nice to have him back next year, but uh, it's pretty slim. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you have somewhat of a busy schedule coming up. I take it. Um, I was kind of taking a look, you know, the world juniors start up again here in August and then you'll have training camps for the Blazers and the stars and then another world juniors in December. What are you doing to prep for that mentally and physically? Uh, well, right now, just kind of taking some time off the ice. Uh, it was a long season and uh, it's not going to get any easier uh, this summer and going into the next year, obviously don't have tons of time to rest but uh for now just I'm in the gym lots you know building my strength and and working on those aspects but uh off the ice right now for for a bit and then um development camp will be from July 9th to 16th in Dallas and then have a couple weeks off then I head to uh to Edmonton August 1st for uh I guess world junior uh kind of training camp and and get ready for uh the tournament there that starts on the 9th and then obviously yeah, I had the main camp and sometime in September. So I'm waiting to hear the dates on that. Definitely busy. <laughs> yeah. Busy. Yeah. A lot of stuff. I mean, you know, you're going to be working on a bunch of stuff throughout the off season. I'm sure. Um, what is one aspect of your game that you want to work on um, and improve on throughout the off season uh, to bring into next season? Um, I think just getting quicker and faster. I thought, uh, you know, my straightaway speed uh, has gotten a little bit faster compared to my 16 and 17 year old season, which is really good. And um, at the next level, everybody can skate and play the game. So, um, you know, if I can I get a little bit quicker and, and be more deceptive with uh, where I'm going to be going with the puck, I think that'll be huge. So in the gym, just working on being really explosive and, and, uh, you know, hopefully I can have uh, an even better season uh, next year than I did this year. Yeah, that'd be pretty amazing to get more than what you did this year. <laughs> you had a great season, though. You never know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I can, uh, you know, have a bit better season or, I don't know, maybe be my point, be where things but uh That'd be awesome. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the Memorial Cup. Um, so you and I are both too young to were born a little too late to remember the Memorial Cup being here last, obviously. But, you know, growing up in Kamloops is something everybody talks about. They always talk about those teams. Um, what is it like for you specifically, though, because you are a hometown kid and you're the captain of the Blazers. So to have the Memorial Cup come here, what does it mean to you? Yeah, it's an awesome experience. Uh, it's like that it's going to be for us. I mean, obviously, uh, Memorial Cup doesn't come around too often and. 
Um, getting to play in one is one thing and getting to play in my hometown, you know, being a captain, it's, it's uh, everything you dream of as a kid. And obviously, you know, with that comes, you know, uh, a little bit added pressure and, you know, a bit higher expectations, but, uh, you know, that's something that I hold myself to. I hold myself to high expectations and I expect lots out of myself. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, uh, quite the, uh, experience next, uh, next spring. And, um, I'm sure, you know, the fans in the city of Cantaloupe are going to be uh, pretty excited and, and, uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, come with that, you know, um, you guys all, you know, you obviously get the buy into it, uh, no matter what, just like St. John had it. Um, so you guys obviously though, you know, considering the season you just came off of, uh, there's no indication that you guys won't be the number one team next year. I mean, there's, you guys have such a good roster and with everything going for you guys next season, um, do you guys plan on like bolstering the roster though, a little bit, maybe like just adding in some more guys, like you talked about the grit and adding in some more toughness there. Yeah, for sure. Um, net going to next year, like you said, even though we get the buy, we like, we don't want to, we don't want to lose out in the first or second round and then, no. uh, you know, wait a month or whatever it is for the Memorial cup. You know, we want to win our champ, win the league championship and then, um, you know, it would kind of make ourselves feel good about playing the Memorial Cup, right? You don't kind of, I feel like you'd be, you kind of feel a bit guilty if you lose out in the first round and then win the Memorial Cup. Obviously, that's great, but uh, you don't want to lose out in the first round. Uh, you know, it's not something that uh, looks good on you or the team. So, um, you know, obviously try and go as far as possible and, uh, you know, win that championship so that, uh, you know, we can uh, hopefully have a crack at winning it all at the Memorial Cup. Yeah, that, that'd be pretty awesome for, to win it, uh, you know, after so long of not having the Memorial Cup. So that'd be pretty cool. Um, so let's, you know, close out the episode here. And you know, thanks for coming on again. It's been great to have you on the podcast again. Um, just any off-season plans outside of hockey? I mean, of course, you're going to have a lot of hockey to do in the off-season here. But um, what are you going to do in your downtime? Um, well, this weekend, actually, my family and I are heading down to Seattle just to do some shopping. Uh, we're going to catch a Mariners game. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, nice to get away and uh, do something kind of outside of hockey with your family, you know, mm -hmm. spend bonding time together because, you know, during the season and all the time, I guess, you know, both my parents are, are working full time and um, my sister just finished school, so it'll be nice to kind of get away with them and, and hang out for a bit. But uh, other than that, uh, it's a pretty busy summer, so uh, I like to golf a bit here and there. And um, I usually play in a, a men's ball hockey league during the spring and summer. Uh, that is, that's, that's coming to a close here, and uh, I don't think uh, I'm going to have time to play in that. But, uh, yeah, I think that's just uh, some of the ways I spend my summer. Uh, I also have a pool, too, so I like to swim in that quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, that works. I, I had a pool growing up, an old man. What is so nice to have, especially in camels. Holy cow. Um, yeah, I guess so it's nice to have a way of cooling off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so if you could, I got a little question. If you could play on a line with any two current NHL players, who would they be? Oh, um, that's a good question. I think, uh, I think maybe like McDavid and Crosby for mm -hmm. sure. I yeah. think Crosby because of, you know, the history that he's had with the cups and you hear nothing but good things about the guy. And obviously he's a special player and 
one of the best to ever play the game. And, uh, he's a good playmaker too. He protects the puck well and, and uh, you know, can, can see the ice uh, like no one else can. And then obviously McDavid with his speed and hands and everything. So to be, uh, to, to be in between, you know, two, two of those guys, it'd be pretty cool. But uh, I'm sure if, I'm sure if I could pick other guys, there'd be like, I don't know. I, I, anybody, it doesn't really matter, but those two guys. <laughs> those are those are great answers of course though um did you watch the stanley cup final at all um i watched uh i think the first and second period of the colorado tampa game yes. uh six there i believe yeah it was game six and uh and then i had to hop on a flight there for the third period so i didn't get to see it but i got the updates once i i uh, landed nice uh so you were at the memorial cup though right yes yeah. yeah so was, what, what was that like to watch them win that? Uh, well, I, di- I didn't stay for like the Memorial Cup last night. I just stayed. I was just at the semifinal game. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. With flights and everything, we, we had to come back a bit early because you never know if a flight gets canceled or yeah. you get held back somewhere. We didn't really want to miss. Like we've had this family trip planned for for months now. So, um, yeah, we didn't really want to, you know, take a chance at uh, being stuck somewhere and then not being able to go down to Seattle as a family. So the, the semifinal game was cool though. We got to watch uh, Hamilton and Shawin again, two mm-hmm. really good. So, uh, it was a good atmosphere and, uh, fast hockey. And, uh, you could tell, you know, the first couple lines were really skilled and, uh, had some good playmakers and goal scorers. And then, you know, kind of third, fourth line had some good players too, but you know, they'd kind of go out there and, and, uh, you know, kind of get in your face and uh, play more of a hard game. And, you know, that's the kind of mix that you got to have, you know, if you want to win the Memorial Cup, it can't just be all skill. It can't just be all grit, too. So you got to have that uh, good in between, find that good mix. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Um, thank you so much, man, again, for coming on the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, congratulations again on the awards and uh, good luck in the offseason here into the World Juniors and next season. Yeah, thank you very much. Take care, guys. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.